Everybody, this is the tax lady, and this is our weekly podcast that we do. And uh, we talk about finances and money and taxes. And hopefully, that uh, when you're done with the podcast, you're going to say, "Wow, I learned something." And of course, I'm joined in in studio with Chris Fabian. Hey, Chris. Hello, Esther. Hello, Christopher. It's a rainy day. It is today. Rainy it is day. rainy. Right. Okay. So, um, kind of different. You know, a lot of times people think. Saving taxes is the goal. And the goal of saving taxes really is important, but it's not the primary goal. The primary goal is how to make money. And if you can maximize your tax savings while making money, that's what makes the most sense. And I just had somebody say to me, why don't you give X amount because it's tax, uh, because this way you can write it off. And that, how many times have you heard people say that? Oh, we'll just, we'll just buy this because it's a tax write off. Yeah. But remember, it's a graduated income tax. And so you only, you're actually taxed at a percentage of all your income and you're only deductible a percentage of your expenses. So if I, in, in an effort to save, $10,000 in taxes, I pay $30,000 in an expense that I really didn't need. I did, I might have saved the 10000 in taxes, but I paid $20,000 extra to do it. Right. I, I go to my clients all the time when they say stuff like that. I say, you know what? I'm going to put it really layman's terms for you. Give me $1,000 and I'll give you $700 back. Right. And they look at me and like, what are you talking about? I said, well, that's what you're doing. Right. You're spending a thousand to save three hundred. Right. It's not worth it. Nope. And so that's part of what I wanted to talk about today is how to be, how to get ahead financially. And we're going to talk about a lot of things, but you're going to find out that some of it has nothing to do with taxes. It just talk, it's talks about being able to save the money so that you can get ahead financially because getting ahead financially should be your goal. Taxes would be your secondary goal. I'll give you another example where people will say to me, I have a million dollars in my traditional IRA and I would like to roll it over to my Roth IRA. And so it's the same principle. You got the million in it to so that it isn't taxable later in life. You say, okay, I think I'll pay $450,000 in taxes to save, uh, to save whatever future tax liability, tax liability you would have. The thing is, it doesn't make any sense. You just ruined yourself financially to save tax dollars. And you have to come up, you may have that million in your pension or your IRA, but then you have to come up with $450,000 to, to pay the, the government. Liability. So right. where are you going to get that money from? And then that four, once that four fifty is gone, there goes the appreciation on that money yep. as well. Um, and if you don't use uh, and, you know, utilizing that pension, looking at the million bucks, all that money that you would have saved in taxes to get to the million dollars. So the important thing is, um, and how about how many times have you heard people say, uh, I really, um, I really don't want to work overtime because th they're going to take <laughs> so much out. I don't want to make the extra money. I don't want to jump to that next tax table. Right. How, I mean, yesterday at, at dinner, we were having dinner with your wife and you and, and our, some 
colleagues of ours who said, oh, yeah, I just hate it when I work overtime because they, I don't have any take-home pay. They take it out in taxes. Oh, I'm getting this big bonus check, but I'm, gonna, I'm only going to get 50%. Right. But the truth is, if they take out that higher percentage, and if it, and remember, it's graduated income tax, they can't take out more than, and the maximum tax rate is 38%. They can't take out more than 38%. So that means the rest of the money is yours. Right. Okay. All right. So let's let's kind of, this. I researched all this stuff, and this is kind of what I found out, and just to give you something to think about. How to get ahead of financially, get ahead financially. First thing, live below your means. Right, right. You know, and How that's, many people like to do that? Right. Not a lot. but And that's another thing we talked about last night. We, we brought about people buying houses, and we brought up the the housing market crash of 2008. And how did that happen? People were buying $500,000 houses that they couldn't afford, That they couldn't afford, but the mortgage company gave it to them. If you know you can't afford it, don't buy it. Right. But, but, that's, but we're living in a culture now that says, oh, maybe this is for free. Oh, yeah. this is for free. But, but the thing is, live below your means. And why would you want to live below your means? Because you don't want to spend that money that was so hard for you to come by willy-nilly. Yep. I mean, I can think of, I mean, I, I buy my, per, and, I, and I'm going to tell you, I'm, I've been very blessed financially. And, I'm, and I do these things, by the way, that we're going to talk about. I buy my purses from be- from the Bell's outlet and I pay like $20 for them. But I have some friends that have $600 purses. Yep. I mean, if you're spending $600 on a purse, then you certainly aren't going to be able to put a, a side Don't complain that investment. gas went up 20 cents a right, gallon. Right. So that's number one. Number two, listen to wise advice. Be coachable. I mean, how I had a gentleman that came in to see me for budgeting. And he says, I just don't know. I I think I'm going to have to go bankrupt. I don't know what I'm. Somebody went item by item by item on his. What are you What are you paying in rent? What is your utilities? How much is your car? Is your cell phone? How much are your credit card thing? So when all all right. So number one, you you your credit. You're paying a lot of money for charge cards. Um, have you thought about? freezing your credit and start paying those off. And he said, well, I have a certain lifestyle I need to maintain. And I use that to maintain my lifestyle. But that means that you're spending some money you don't have. I know, but it really is, it would be bad for me psychologically. Okay. All right. Well, your rent is like $1,800 a month. Have you thought of downsizing? Well, really, I think it's important for my image for, okay. So we, that went by the boards. Uh, here's something you spend about $6,000 a year on vacationing. Have you thought of not going on vacation this year or do a staycation? Oh, well, no, I mean, uh, that's what I do. I mean, anyway, we went item by item by item by item. At the end of it, I said, well, you're at this rate. um, You have no choice but to look at bankruptcy because you're not being very secure. You are not modifying your budget. And he said, well, it just makes me feel good to know what I'm spending the money on. And I'm, I'm, and so when I go bankrupt, I can understand why that happened. And I mean, you know, so was he coachable? Not really. Was he teachable? Not at all. And so, you know, you, you, you can't really complain when your finances are messed up because you drove that ship. Yep. 
Yep. And it, and like you, this was take wise advice, not just your neighbor's advice over the fence. You like, know, have or, you gone to Acapulco this year? It's really great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Are you paying for me? Because I'm not paying for it. And you know, there's nothing wrong with saying, I can't afford it. Yep. Yep. Next year, I'll I, start I listen, putting, that sounds great. I'll I, put I listened to um, a speech that, the, oh, from Omaha. What is his name? The, the the financial guy. Do you know what I mean? The old guy. Anyway, he was he's a gazillionaire. Um, and he was giving a speech. He still lives in the same house. No, he's a gazillionaire that he lived in 45 years ago. Cause, and he raised his children and he drives a 10-year-old car. He doesn't have to impress anybody. And he when he spends money... He's got to really think about it. Uh, now, maybe, you know, uh, maybe he's, he's from Omaha. He's called uh, something from Omaha. Is it Dave Ramsey? No, no, no. This Sounds is like old Dave guy. Ramsey. He's the old guy that owns, oh, I, people listening know who I'm talking about. Anyway, maybe he's too tight, but but he has made a lot of money by really living below his means and making wise dis- decisions. Oh. Okay, and then the other number four, be committed to savings. And it, it, I, there's nothing wrong with saving money. P- people should have at least six months emergency cash on hand in the event something happens. Uh, a guideline that I t- looked at was that you should save at least 20% of your income for retirement. And somebody that I ran, ran this by yesterday said, 20%? Well, that was the guideline. I mean, the bottom line, if you want to have a successful retirement and you're really living below your means and you're not uh, and you're not buying those expensive perf- uh, purses and you're not going to the, that expensive place for lattes all day you, and you, you've made those the, the tough budget decisions, that's a great goal. Right, right, right. You know, and you got to save. I mean, even if it's 5%, you're putting something away. Right. You know, because I know twenty percent would knock people's socks off, <laughs> but I'm I'm just saying, how many people do you have? Warren Buffett. Oh, okay. Warren, Warren Buffett. Buffett. Can you imagine? The guy is a gazillionaire. He lives in the same house he lived in for forty five years. Drives an eight to eight year old car. <laughs> he says it's a good car. I like the car. He says um, he says the suits I wear are probably more expensive than most of you would buy, but on me, they look cheap because I am cheap. <laughs> anyway. But, you know, you oh, I'm thinking of retiring. Okay, what are, what are you going to live on? My social security. Yeah, that's tough, boy. Okay. See, and social security's in trouble. Yeah. Have so you... if, and when you're dependent upon the government, if they can't pay the bills and they're printing more and more money and the money's worth less and less... And that's what you put your put your your faith in was the federal government. Good luck. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, just I know yesterday I was talking to a coworker here, and we're talking about the New York the two two nine the credit for property taxes. But then we said, well, what about when was the last time you did a two fourteen, the renter's credit? 
I can't remember the last time I actually had well, a runner's the credit. Those numbers haven't changed. Those numbers. Those in numbers years. never changed. Eighteen thousand dollars gross income and four hundred and fifty dollars rent. rent. What I mean, you'd have to be living in a cardboard box. Right, right. So I mean, that's why I'm just saying it. Costs have gone up drastically. If you're not planning, you're not going to be able to. I'm telling you. It, I mean, if you want to work to you, your ninety five, you, right, and wear eat grilled cheese sandwiches, knock yourself out. But I'm going to tell you, modifying now is a really wise thing. Yep. All right, then the other thing, number five, is always look for a deal. Whether it's real estate, coupons, shopping at Tim Hortons rather than Starbucks, buying a fixer-upper and, and making it an investment, always try to make money. And, you know, Warren Buffett, when he was doing this speech the other day, he was saying, I look for, he says, all day long, I'm looking for things to make money. You know, because if you're if you're working your job, that's great. Being a, a good employee is a wonderful thing. But if you really want to get ahead, having that little extra money from maybe freelancing, um, l- buying a fixer upper, selling it and making a profit, um, uh, you know, cutting uh, cutting your expenses instead of shopping at a, a fresh market, you, you start going to Aldi's. The important thing is to be able to have the extra money to not get into debt and not, uh, and not uh, use credit cards. You know, you want to be able to save money. Yep. Yep. And you know, you have here, you know, look, you know, try to, what ways to make money in real estate. There's a tax law that helps you with that. Well, that let's talk about that. W- what tax law would let you make a, a half a million dollars every two years? Well, if you're a married couple, you can sell your main home to every two years and have $500,000 tax-free. If you're single, $250,000 tax-free. So you could buy a home, you know, always, what to say, look for the worst house on the best street. Well, you buy that house, we'll say for three hundred thousand. You put some money into it, and then two years later, two and a half years later, you sell it, and maybe your profit is one hundred and fifty thousand dollars tax free. It's tax free. Right. Then you can move on to the next house. Right. I mean, you know, people go nuts for tax loopholes. I'd like a loophole. Now, this is one that requires you to do something, but. It's one of the most lucrative loopholes that there is. Yeah. What Chris is talking about, selling your personal residence every two years and making it tax-free. Right, right. I mean, as long as you don't mind moving. But I mean, but, I mean if somebody uh, said, how would you like to make $200,000 every two years right. tax-free? Right. And so, all you right. You would so, hold a seminar I mean, I mean, and make a fortune. Well, let's face it. You go to work every, let's say you make $75,000 a year. You get up in the morning, you put your clothes on, brush your teeth, drive into work, you work all day, you come home tired, but you do that for $75,000, and that's every day. And you pay tax on it. And you pay tax on it. This is up to a half a million dollars, and all you have to do is move. Yeah. Right? That's all you have. Once, you just move. So, all right. And then, all right. Number six says, get organized and plan. Because if you don't plan, you've already planned. Now think about that. Because if you're sitting around doing nothing, you're just letting it 
the poop hit the fan. You're, you're, you've really planned because when you do nothing, it's a plan in and of itself. It's like, okay, whatever can happen is good with me because I'm not going to plan. I'm going to tell you, you, taking a look at life and making a decision and changing the way you do things in favor of making yourself successful is one of the best things that you can do. Right, right. You know, there's a financial advisor that says, you know, you don't plan to fail. You you, you fail, fail to, to plan. plan. Right. And that's what happens. And if you're planning, that means you've got your head in the game. Yep. Right? I, I mean, it's like you, the, the Buffalo Bills or any sports team. And you've got to be willing to adjust that plan. Right. And they do all the time, right? right. Sports teams yep. say, oh, we're going to try this play. Okay, quarterbacks say, oh, that's not, not working. And that's what you do in your financial life. You need to adjust your right. plan. Yep. I hope you have a plan anyway. All right, number seven, watch your health. And this is really important because I just broke my hip playing pickleball the other day. And this means a lot to me. Watch your health, exercise, eat healthy, take care of yourself because getting sick is expensive. <laughs> I mean, if you're somebody guzzling down booze, smoking cigarettes, first of all, both of them are expensive, yep. right? And they're they're going to ruin your health. There's nothing worse when you when you can't walk, when you can't push your you have high blood pressure, because because um, you, you've picked up some bad habits. There's nothing wrong with looking at yourself and saying, "I'm stopping today." I'm okay. changing today. I want to start exercising. Um, and you don't have to be like the Peloton lady that's a size two on her bikes, riding like a crazy person. Do something. Walk. Just like Chris was talking about for your pension. Put something away. Yep, yep. You know, just take a walk every day. Um, take, you know, instead of looking at the close parking spot at the grocery right. store. Park at the end and right. take a little bit of a further walk. Right. Take the stairs. Take the stairs instead of the elevator. Right. I had somebody, we were talking, and she goes, I'm so claustrophobic. I, even in my job, I work on the fifth floor. I take the stairs every day because I can't ride an elevator. <laughs> but that's, but you know what? I bet you she's healthy. Right. That's for sure. Well, and I, I have to say, I'm somebody that likes to exercise. I walk three miles a day. Even with my broken hip now, I'm walking two and a half miles a day. And my recovery, it's been three weeks, my recovery is astronomical. I have no pain and, you know, it's, but it's really important. By the same token, you see people who are maybe 10 years younger than me who smoke and drink and have bad personal habits and it's just plain expensive. And so- that's another thing you can do. But, you know, this just keeps, it's a snowball. Let's let's go back there. You know, eat health, take care of yourself. You know, don't, drinking and smoking is expensive, okay? But if people don't want to listen to us, they get in bad health. That gets you to your medical costs being right. more expensive, right. which right. then gets you to not having the money to do right. different. Th I mean, Absolutely. so it's one choice impacts another. And, and, well, every, everything. Every, if you think about it, these are this is like planting a garden and you have different seeds. You have good seeds and bad seeds. And what we're talking about is planting good seeds. Right, right. And the result is going to be good finances. Yep. And most of these people attitudes are, oh, nothing's bad's going to happen to me. Well, 
unfortunately, it does happen to most people out there, and you got to live smart. Absolutely right. All right, number eight, watch your taxes. Set a tax plan, which means maximizing what you can, like a pension. Make sure you're in your company's pension plan. If you have a 401k at work, they'll do a match. That's free money. Um, take 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 advantage of all the new tax laws. Meet with your financial advisor so that when you're doing all these things, before you do something like taking money out of your pension plan to pay for your credit cards that you ran up, talk talk to a, a tax professional. You can call us at EG Tax. We'll tell you don't do that. I mean, that's very bad. Even if your your employer doesn't match because now New York state has the new law that all employers have to offer pension plan. But even if you put $5,000 away and you're not getting a match, but you you're in the 20% bracket, bracket, you just saved a thousand dollars. Absolutely. And that's just on the federal. That's not New York state. And, and like we just talked about the house, that's tax-free. When you put money away in your pension plan, that's a tax deduction. And really, when the standard deductions are so high, many of you, if not most of you, when you start withdrawing, are not going to pay taxes when you take it out. So that's another thing. And before you go doing Roth conversions, give EG tax right. a call. Or if you have an HSA at work, if you have a high-deductible plan at work and your company's offering an HSA, put the max in. right. Because that's that's not only federal tax free, state tax free. It's also Social Security and Medicare tax free. Right. So you're saving another seven percent. Okay. Sorry. You're also though. You don't have to use it. It keeps rolling and rolling, right. and eventually that turns into a pension plan. That's right. But so, again, we can talk till our heads fall off if you don't do anything with it. It's you have to look in the mirror and say it's my fault. And then finally, be generous because don't love money, make money work for you. And uh, I hope you have enjoyed kind of what we said. I hope it was kind of made you think about it because really everything you do in life is a choice. And what you with you do with your finances is a choice. And if you and when you're making choices. Give EG Tax a call because we'll we'll help. You can go to our website at egtax.com. Uh, thanks for listening to our podcast. We'll talk to you next week. New friends, new opportunities, new partners, EG Tax.